0: Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach
1: unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist.
0: Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every
1: turn of event through history
0: hinged. One person will stand up We have a chance to fight without bloodshed but every time we comply we establish a future where our children will not have that option why do we sit down when all should be standing and why do we back down at the... rise and shine liberty loving patriots welcome to the chris Anna Hall show Chris Ann Hall here, K R I S A N N E H A L L dot com, where we are Liberty over Security, Principle over Party, and Truth over Your Favorite Personality. I got my Liberty over Security, Principle over Party t shirt today. Very cool. JC and I just flew in from Dallas, Texas, and boy, are our arms tired. So excited to be here with you guys on this Monday. Just for those of you who are longtime listeners and frequent chat room followers, this is a pre-record. Our Colton has a soccer game this afternoon, so we are doing the soccer game, and we just landed in from Dallas, so uh, we're pumping this one out pretty quickly. Happy to be back. I just wanted to start off today's show with a little PSA message for everybody. Just in case everybody wants to know You want to chant it with me Let's go go, Brandon Brandon. Let's go Brandon Just as a little bit of an amusement for you there I just I still can't get over that That's that's hilarious Absolutely hilarious So uh, we just got back from our In Defense of Liberty training In Whitesboro, Texas With the one and only bearded black cowboy uh larry stevenson the premier firearms self-defense get on the ground choke somebody out trainer in the world okay okay <laughs> so keep your eyes you on feel,
1: you feel dangerous
0: i feel more dangerous yeah. i always feel dangerous i feel more dangerous now i can st- I can take your knife from you. I can stab you. I can shoot you through the gap in the door jam. And I can throw a knife and hit you right in the throat. Good job. While my family members stand on either side. <laughs> I am a lethal weapon. You feel dangerous?
1: Um, maybe, sometimes.
0: <laughs> Jesse's like, I don't need training. I'm already dangerous. Oh, <laughs> Just teasing. But anyway, keep your eye on chrisanhall.com and you can join us in our next firearms, knife, self-defense training in Whitesboro, Texas. Something that every person who loves their family wants to defend themselves and their family wants their family to be able to defend themselves is something that you should be involved in. and everybody who takes it loves it. You got a couple testimony you got a testimonial. Maybe we can play later this week, didn't you? I, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, okay, we'll see. All right. well anyway, we got some great things that happened this weekend and now we're ha- happy to be back. I'm trying to get in the swing because it's hard to believe that it's actually Monday. but uh, this is something that was a little bit close to my heart, JC. I saw you reported on this because I am a huge Shakespeare fan. And this just, it's just one of those things that makes me sort of roll my eyes. Uh, You have Michigan students accused celebrated music professor of racism for screening Othello. So his name is Bright Shing. And uh, he is, I, I thought it was the don't pick on Asians thing. Now we are supposed to be no Asian uh, racism, but we have Bright Shing, who is a professor of composition at University of Michigan, born in China. Red guards took away his family piano. He grew up as a celebrated musician, received a MacArthur Genius Fellowship in 2001 And now he's being attacked by snowflakes at the University of Michigan for screening a Shakespeare play, Othello.
1: The Laurence Olivier version, I guess where Laurence Olivier wore blackface. So that's his his crime against humanity.
0: So he should have shown the Laurence Fishburne one. I guess. Version. Yeah, yeah. So, so what you're telling me is, is, he'd have been okay with Othello if he had shown the Lawrence Fishburne one. Probably. But because yeah. he showed the
1: Lawrence Olivier,
0: Lawrence Olivier version.
1: So now they want him uh, to cease to exist. They want him without a job, starving to death in the streets.
0: So he escapes, drawn, drawn and
1: quartered in prison, hanged if possible.
0: So he escapes the Red Guards in China, only to come to America and find that communism is uh, large and in charge at the University University of Michigan.
1: Yeah, he's actually teaching the Red Guard.
0: I just can't even imagine
1: how he he would
0: feel right now.
1: Those are the youth, by the way, that went around and murdered people because they own property in right. the Maoist revolution. So that's who he teaches now. So ha- imagine having escaped those guys only to find out they are your students. And now they want you dead. Because because you created an unsafe space. <laughs> that was what was funny. This is supposed to be a safe space. An unsafe, so space. It's unsafe. It's an
0: unsafe, unsafe. space.
1: Unsafe. It's
0: unsafe space. That's just that is absolutely incredible to me. This is just a little PSA blur. One more
1: reason why you, your children should not be in public school hanging around these people.
0: And here's the thing, JC. Public colleges. Public colleges. Right,
1: government Government colleges. Government, government schools,
0: colleges.
1: They will be trained to be members of the Red Guard. Excuse me. And they will want people uh, exterminated because...
0: They're they, unsafe. they feel unsafe. They're because offended. of a movie on the screen. Yeah,
1: movie on the screen. They're movie unsafe.
0: on the screen. We've got to exterminate him. Is that actually in here? I didn't actually read through the entire article. Actually, well, what but- is it?
1: I mean, he's apologized. So what is it when, when, uh, when they demand you not work anymore? Right. I'm mean, basically they want you to die yeah. in a way that. You know, they don't have to actively do it right. But let's take your job, take your food, take your money. Let's kick you out of society. It's it's the old um, uh, the old banishment. Right. Mm -hmm. Think about the story of Roger Williams when Roger Williams in uh, uh, New England went against the establishment. They relieved him of his right to vote. Right. Right. They disenfranchised him. Uh, they disarmed him. Yes. Took his weapons, and then they
0: kicked him out banished of. Banished him. Banished him
1: uh, out into the wilderness. So, right. this, so I mean, what what is that? They expect you to to go. I mean that that punishment was you wandered off and you died. Right. So it was it was capital punishment in a way that they you know it's it's back. They don't have to see it. Yeah. Right. They don't have to do it. The blood's not on their hands. But what else are they? What else are they demanding? When you demand that a person not be able to be employed because they create an unsafe space for you.
0: Right. Here's this is this is what really caught my attention in this article. Let me show this to you. This is what a student said. In such a school that preaches diversity. <laughs> does that not make you pause for a section? Mm-hmm. In such a school that preaches diversity. And making sure that they understand the history of POC. What the heck is that? That would be so that would be so insulting to me. I'm a POC person of color in America. I was a, I was shocked that Shang would show something like this. That's supposed to be a safe space in a school that preaches such diversity. What exactly does diversity mean to a student like this? All the same. Yeah. We all have to be of the same mind.
1: Well, it's the reaction, right? The reaction. Of, so you can say we're no longer in a world of, bro, come on, it's, dude's wearing blackface. That's not a, you know, that's well, not a good choice anymore. Okay, well, well, oh my bad, I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't even think about that.
0: Well, but he's so
1: it's that's not the re that's like right. the reaction of sensible people. Right. So these people are rabid dogs. Well, and so you do this. There's no reasonable conversation. The guy's, you know, thrown himself at the mercy of all these lunatics, uh, written an apology. Uh, OK, but that's Jason, not enough.
0: But here's the thing. All right. The man is from China. What does he know about blackface anyway? He
1: knows a lot about communism.
0: And now yeah, exactly. And he says in his statement I thought that in most cases the casting principle was based on the music quality of the singers. He didn't cho- choose this. He chose this because he's a composition professor, mm-hmm. and this was the best composition to use to teach his students about this aspect of whatever music he's teaching.
1: Yeah, we, and, and he's you like, uh, you
0: know, I, what does he know about blackface? Right. He apologizes. I'm very sorry. I would be and like, So
1: he, he, uh, the hell his fellow you? professors are in the same camp as the rabid dogs. The There's some sort of investigation, some title 10 or whatever, investigation with the college. So that's, that's the reaction. It, it is conformity or death. These are what do you call them? Fundamentalist radicals? They're, they're like they're like I the ISIS terrorists. You know, this pure submission. This is how it is.
0: It's what well, well, this is nuts. This is absolutely crazy. Then he writes uh this is an apology. Public,
1: public colleges produce.
0: He writes an apology and then they shred him for his apology. Listen to this. Uh, a concern, a group of concerned composition students, including eight graduates, 15 graduate students, nine staff, and faculty members write this response, shredding him. Professor Sheng responded to these events by crafting an inflammatory apology letter to the department's students in which he chose to defend himself by listing all of the, how do you even say that, BIPOC, Bpoc individuals, who he has helped or befriended throughout his career. The letter implies that it's thanks to him that many of them have achieved success in their careers. How, these people are mentally <laughs> ill, JC. Yes. They indeed. are mentally ill. Correct. You, We have just now identified 15 graduate students, nine staff and faculty members, eight graduates of the University of Michigan who are mentally
1: ill. Yeah, I agree. I think without from my point of view, without the reforming power of God, there is no there's no remedy. There's no treatment no for these individuals. These
0: people they, are flat out.
1: It's either this. divine intervention or they are irrevocably, irrevocably broken. You can't fix this. You can't untrain this you're i just it's a a mental it's a mental disorder at this point a a created mental disorder right because we know you think about um what's the thing that you you know when you're you fall in love with your captors uh what do they call that syndrome or whatever um so we know that external uh brainwashing and programming right. and training can create, I would call it a thought disorder, where your thinking is broken. And that's what government school is. Right? That's it's a what communist government school is
0: brainwashing camp.
1: Right. And Maoist, Stalinist, creates,
0: Leninist,
1: but it creates thought disorders. Right? Yes. We have a generation of students products of government schooling, government education, uh, who have a thought disorder. Their thought process is broken. This is why when you you're trying to talk to these kind of people and it's it's like talking to an alien and you cannot reason with them. You're not going to you're not going to fix or change their opinion. Right. Uh,
0: But that has to
1: come from the inside out.
0: You know what makes me angry, JC? You know, all day long, every day, seven days a week, I get emails, messages from from people who are absolutely apoplectic because they want to know how to keep their kids in these schools so they don't have to take the vaccine. So they contact me. How do we get an exemption? How do we get a religious exemption? Do you know that in this last two years, especially in the last six months with all of this vaccination mask mandate, all this crazy stuff going on. I have been contacted by a large number of increasingly large number of Christian parents whose children are homeschooled or graduating from Christian school, fighting to get their kids into these public universities. I, I don't I don't even understand that. Now, as, as a civil rights attorney, as an attorney who fights for people's conscience, their religious, it's not my job to judge their conscience. That's not my role. I'm gonna do what I can to make sure that these universities are not discriminating. That's my job as an attorney. So you could throw darts at me for helping them, whoever you are out there, whatever. My job is to stop the discrimination, to hold people to the standards of non-discrimination when I'm wearing the Chris Ann Hall uh, Liberty First legal hat, okay? Uh, But otherwise, otherwise, uh, I, I just... As a mom, as a homeschool mom, as a born-again Christian, I simply, two things, J.C., cannot wrap my brain around educating my child in in an environment like homeschool or private school and then fighting for them to get into the very system that I attempted to shield them from for their K through 12 years. And here's the second thing, I can't comprehend how Americans actually see college education as a valuable thing anymore to fight to get. How many college students now graduate who don't get jobs? Who, uh, and even worse, graduate with degrees like, you know, gender studies or whatever, that mean absolutely nothing. You spend tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars for this education, and you graduate with a piece of paper from a vetted college, and you're absolutely dumber than when you started. So I don't, I can't. Like I said, my job is to fight so that there is no discrimination. But I don't understand. At this point in time, as Colton's mom, you can we'll just we'll, we. I'm sure we'll discuss this later. But I'm pretty sure I know where you stand. I don't. I don't see any value in Colton going to a public school, a, a university. I don't. That's a given. Yeah, I figured it was a given. I'm not gonna. When my parents told me, okay, you go to college, or you get out and get a job, right? Cause they wanted me to go to college. I don't. I, I. simply am never going to give my my child that ultimatum. I might say go to Bible college for a year.
1: Yeah, it's a different but. kind of economy than decades ago. Anyway, so a lot of those old standard uh, bits of wisdom don't even apply anymore. No. But in light of, I, I'll say this: I there is no is probably going to shock some people is my opinion. There is no long term hope for America in this current generation, what we're doing. So what everything that we're involved with the political realm and all the different things are are like a stopgap right now. The only long term hope for America is another group of Americans, another generation. That that does not have these thought disorders, right? That whose brains are not twisted. That's the only long term hope. You can't you can't keep feeding and resupplying the army that's destroying your country, right? By give by putting your children into that pipeline. So the only learn long term hope is to break that pipeline, right? And there and so are so you as I said, you either one people who have already already victims of that. It's going to take divine intervention to fix their brains. Right. Uh, And the other, the other side of that uh, is that you you don't put people in that system in the first place. They don't go through that process of having their mind destroyed. So that's the only, in my opinion, both from the spiritual and the natural perspective, right? It's going to take I still believe the answer is the gospel. The answer is people, you know, having their mind renewed by the power of God. Uh, And then on the natural side, you have to break that cycle. You can't keep feeding the monster that's destroying the country, and that that is the monster. Yeah, because you you think about all the other realms, the you know the messed up politicians that we complain about. Uh, this, all the different systems and people in those positions. What is the one thing they have in common? Where do they all come from? What right. is what is the fountain? Right, the fountainhead. Right of all of those bad politicians, the CEOs, these guys in Silicon Valley, all of that. It is that they receive the same brainwashing from these from these different conduits, including right. the media. But the systematic portion of that is their daily attendance of the of the daily or 5 day a week 12 years of brainwashing and then the 4 years behind that and whatever beyond that so this is where they come from that you want to you want to get to the source that's the source and there is no long term hope everything we're we're doing will just be stopgap will just be temporary and we'll keep going back and fighting these same battles over and over again, uh, as long as that culture is continually created through this brainwashing system, that's the bottom line. The it hope, doesn't get any simpler than that.
0: There is mid midway hope. There is current hope in knowing, as we've discovered traveling through America, that even in this generation, there is a growing number of of adults that were not trained in that. Right. whose parents counterculture trained them like our son and uh, you know Elizabeth our intern Elizabeth and yeah. her family you know I mean we've got a whole in the midst of this and and the and my hope comes from fact knowing that that generation is growing so oh, yeah. you and know we when I, I'm interested 11, I mean I don't know if I'll
1: be around I'm interested in seeing the results of acting You're correct. A mass, mass exodus. There is a mass exodus to that system. And then this this stuff that you see and people report on the distaste uh, that people experience when they see this nonsense as driving people away, creating educational alternatives, uh, homeschooling, independent schools, that sort of thing. You know, so all that's happening. So I I'm very, very curious you know what what I talked about stop stop gap. We're trying to sustain it. We're trying to keep the ship afloat. Right. Until we get fifteen years down the road if we can make it. I'm I'm very interested in seeing that culture shift. Yeah. Uh, 15 year 10, 15 years from now. Yeah,
0: I don't know if it'd be 10 or 15 years. I, I I'm I'm praying it won't be that long. I mean, think about that, jc Eleven years ago when I started traveling and teaching on the road, I was teaching eight, nine, ten-year-olds who are now having children of their own. I'm teaching, I was teaching 15, 16, 17-year-olds that now have children of their own. They're raising them in this. Absolutely,
1: and that's what I'm saying. It's going to take time for those because that's not, those are not, the numbers weren't there. So the numbers are continuing to grow. That's continuing to increase. It's going to continue to increase. And so you get, when you get to such a mass number of people who are no longer victims of that system and what kind of impact they begin to have as they infiltrate Different places and create alternative systems. Um, I, I think you're looking at you're you're looking at it. I mean, we're already now because because of that crowd that's had the reins. Mm-hmm. We're now we're now in a different reality than we right. were 20 years ago. I think yet again we're going to be in a different world uh, 20 years from now. Yeah. Given this cultural change.
0: Oh, given, given. Hey. Those of you who like my t-shirt out there, liberty over security, principle over party and truth over personality, uh, you can go get that at godgunsliberty.com. You can actually get our Liberty Addict shirt there too. The one that I wear in the film, non-compliant, the one that seems to be very popular (laughs) people. People love the Liberty Addict shirt, but you can also get uh, Second Amendment shirts, right to keep and bear arms shirts and lots of hats and jackets and really cool stuff there, mugs and stuff. So godgunsliberty.com. Go to godgunsliberty.com. You can get my uh, liberty over security, principle over party, uh, truth over your favorite personality t-shirt. This is going to take 30 seconds. I'm just going to make a comment on this. This popped across my feed. Uh, Merck is a pharmaceutical company, and they're seeking FDA emergency use authorization for an antiviral pill, uh, COVID-19 treatment, uh, which is very interesting. And I'm just the only co- I, I read through the study and they said that in this study, they've already done the study so far in this study, 100 percent of the people who have taken this particular pill uh were cured within days of hospitalization and there were no deaths at all and complete recoveries for the people who have taken this particular treatment. So number one, it's going to be very interesting to see if the FDA will grant emergency use authorization for such a powerful uh, treatment that doesn't require vaccination and doesn't require boosters or whatever it's just a pill you take and number two as a biochemist uh who was actually involved in the patenting process of certain drugs when i worked for another pharmaceutical company way 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 back in the day i think it's very interesting and maybe even quite possible that merck has found a way to Repatent um, one of those, you know, drugs. By the way, like hi- hydro. What is it? Oh, I can't. Now it's left in my brain. The hydro that drug. That one. Yeah, that drug. So um, Mac has missed us for the last few days, and so here, you know, here we have. This. Let, me, let me show you this. Now, JC and I just got back from the airport. We flew out on Friday. Our flight leaving Tampa to Dallas, nonstop flight, was four hours delayed. Okay? There were flights canceling all around us. On Friday, we had no idea what was going on. When I went to ask about it, they told me It was an air traffic control problem. Mm -hmm. That's what they said. Early Friday. Sorry, we're running late. We had an air traffic control problem. Things are messed up. Then as the day progressed, they stopped telling the air traffic control problem story and started giving these these headlines. uh, Bad weather. Right? So... Southwest suffers operational meltdown as hundreds upon hundreds of flights canceled or delayed. Suffering from operational meltdown this weekend, um, the airline blaming weather and air traffic control issues creating a domino of effect. And it's just headline after headline, article after article, talking about these cancellations, blaming bad weather, um, I, I'm, I don't want to disappoint anybody, but this was not bad weather.
1: I had people texting me all weekend asking about how's your weather? How are you guys doing? How's your weather, weather, weather? So every apparently there's that narrative was all over the country connected with Southwest. And a lot of people know we fly Southwest. Uh, and yeah, I heard about the weather. I heard about the weather. I said, there's, there's no weather. There's there not a, is, not weather no weather. <laughs> is not a weather, problem. no
0: weather. This is not a weather problem. Okay. This is not a weather problem. These are pilots who are I'm refusing and, and air traffic. They're pilots too. Pilots and air traffic controllers. This is happening all weekend. This was, this is a screenshot of Dallas Love Airport uh, arrivals and departures from this morning. Okay. So this is not a weather thing. These are pilots and air traffic controllers, all of these red blocks are cancels, okay? All of these yellow blocks are those that were delayed. We were the, actually, JC, the only flight from Dallas to Tampa that was not canceled this morning. And so I just wanted to tell you this is not, this is not a bad weather thing. And now uh, union representatives of 5,500 workers at Spirit Airline in Wichita, Kansas, are now going to also fight fight um, the Mandate. vaccination mandates. So I just I think it's it's. Did you, very, get a te-
1: did you get a message or text from an insider?
0: Yes, I did.
1: So 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 you. you I saw you got you got the message like when it was happening. Yeah, that that they were doing what they call sick outs, that, yeah. the, that the air traffic controllers and pilots were not coming in to work right? because of the mandates. Uh, and, and then the reporting was non-existent.
0: Completely it was like
1: a cover up
0: a of, total what, cover of what up.
1: actually is happening. And there was no weather.
0: Yeah. So the because it was the weird. Only- they said,
1: here's weather. OK, if it's weather, then. All of the flights in a particular area right. don't talk. Not one not particular airline. Right, right. Not that's how
0: Southwest. you know
1: it's not right. weather.
0: Right. So they're they're busting out this ignorant narrative, and apparently it's okay because the Amer- a lot of the American people are buying the whole weather thing. Absolutely, told buying it. You. Text, all hook, long and uh, hook, line, and sinker. Twenty-seven percent of Sunday's flights were canceled. Uh, I don't even know they had like six hundred and twenty flights canceled. Uh, Southwest on Friday, and they were canceled all throughout the weekend. Saturday saw eight hundred cancellations. Sunday with a thousand canceled. Today. There were, I'm telling you today, there were a whole lot more canceled on the flight, you know, on the on the screen in the Dallas airport today than anywhere than there were on Friday when we left. And and this is this is
1: media blackout,
0: not weather, guys this this should be proof, by the way, that, you know, further proof that the media is bought. Absolutely bought. Just hang on to that thought. Put a thin a pin in that thought because I'm going to show you how it's bought. But now you have. We as Americans must get united like they are around the world, right? Italian police stand down in solidarity with protesters. Why? Why can't we get that kind of solidarity in America? I don't. I don't even understand that. What is? What is up with that? I don't know. So let me fast forward then to this whole media thing. This is our friend, Congressman Byron Donalds. Okay, Congressman Byron Donalds is a U.S. House rep from Florida. He started off as a as a representative in Tallahassee, Florida, was elected the house rep. And he he writes this in order to keep the leftist media in Joe Biden's pocket. The Build Back Better Act conclude, includes a $1.3 billion provision to provide local newspapers with up to $12,500 per reporter. That's, that's a payoff, guys. That's mm-hmm. your tax dollars. That's how you can get to silence about what's really happening because this administration does not want you to know that peaceful noncompliance is a powerful tool to overturn their unconstitutional mandates. And so this this is how it's gonna happen. Now, how did we get to the point in America where, you can, where the federal government can actually pay the news to write the news. Well, let's go back to 2011 to the smith Munt Modernization Act. The smith Munt Modernization Act of 2011 was put forth by U.S. House Rep. Uh, Thornberry, a Republican, Representative Thornberry, a Republican from Texas. Now, I'm sure you remember, JC, when we, when our Texas diligent patriots were watching this happen, they immediately contacted me, sent me this bill by Thornberry and said, Ann, we've got to stop this. This looks really bad. Is this as bad as we think it looks? And I read it and I said, absolutely. This is terrible. This is this is the the uh, new Goebbels propaganda machine where the government takes your tax dollars and pays the media and writes the stories for the media. I said we have to stop this. So in 2011. It was submitted to the House as its own bill, and we killed it. We killed it. Then comes the then then comes the National Defense Authorization Act of 2012. Remember, the NDAA is a big Trojan horse, where they stick stuff, pieces of legislation that they want passed that they can't get passed anywhere else individually, so they hide them in the NDAA, the Smith, uh, and they hide this Smith modernization modernization. Modernization Act into the NDAA. Because what happens if you don't vote for the NDAA? You get to be the guy who doesn't fund the soldiers. That's the thing. You've got to vote for the NDAA because then the publicity comes out that you are the guy that does not fund the soldiers. So in 2012, we tried to get our representatives to stop this, and we couldn't because they shoved it in the NDAA. But at my website, chrisanhall.com is an article, Why Media Has Become a Tool of the Political Complex. And I want you to sort of think back. Go and read this article about how the Republican majority in 2012 completely overturned a law that was created in 1948 to keep our tax dollars from being used to on purpose create news and propaganda to manipulate the American people and the Republican majority in 2012 overturned that law to keep us from being manipulated with our own money and read this article the Smith Modernization Act why the media has become a political uh, become a tool of the political complex and when you read that you will be able to then follow the dots of the media from 2012 forward and see what exactly, how increasingly more aggressive the media has become with their propaganda since the passing of the Smith Modernization Act.
1: Amen.
0: So if you've been following us since 2012, then this is nothing new. Do you know, I actually had people come to me, JC, and say, Chrisanne, did you see Barack Obama passed the Smith Modernization Act? And I had to say, no, that was not Barack Obama who passed the Smith Modernization Act. That was the Republican majority in the House and the Senate that passed the Smith Modernization Act. Barack Obama just signed it. So, this is why we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Because there's coming a time where you're going to have to say to your Republican in office, even if you like them, um, you're not doing the right thing. I can't support you if you keep doing this. But if we don't know the difference, how in the world... Are we going to be able to teach people or, or control our politicians? You know, that kind of thing. This is this is where this comes up from your, um, I saw you shared this on your Instagram, JC. I thought this was, was absolutely brilliant. Everybody knows my generation, our generation knows Schoolhouse Rock, right? I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill, right? And so somebody made this little picture. Sorry, kid. There's no song to explain this crap. It's from
1: William Hall of the William Hall Show.
0: William Hall Show. There you go. William Hall of the William Hall Show. Right there. That is awesome. I think that's that's typical. So the last story today, JC, is this one before we go. We've kind of been talking about this, but in um, the new infrastructure bill, the IRS is going to be uh, monitoring and the fact checkers. I don't know if you can see this. The fact checkers came in and fact checks this missing context. I'm going to show you what this is. They, They think they're making it better. Right. So American citizens. The IRS is going to be tracking the per- the movement of your money in your accounts of everything uh, that is larger than 599 dollars so movement in your bank accounts of sums larger than 599 dollars if this particular piece of the infrastructure bill gets passed Uh, Now you're going to be subject, the bank, your bank is going to be strong armed by the IRS to track this. Now, the fact checkers, JC, come along and say this. What's interesting is what the fact checkers say is actually not even better. It doesn't even do it right. The fact checkers are supposed to dispute something and make you feel better about it they don't actually make you feel better about it. So here it is. The Treasury Department's explanation of the fiscal year 2022 revenue proposal. This proposal would create a comprehensive financial account information reporting regime. Financial institutions would report data on financial accounts in an information return. The annual return will report gross inflows and outflows with a breakdown for physical cash transactions within a foreign account and transfers to and from another account with the same owner. This requirement would apply to all business and personal accounts from financial institutions, including bank loan investment accounts, with the exception of accounts below a a low de minimis growth flow threshold of $600 or fair market value of $600. So I I don't know. I think they just tried to make the words more flowery and make you feel better about it. But uh, they say it's to improve income tax compliance because you're talking about uh, billions of dollars. Here's the other fact checker on this. that we're talking about billions they say of unreported income uncounted unaccounted for by the irs uh, that that the federal government is owed so you're stealing from the federal government they say or people are stealing from the federal government they say because uh, so now we have to track all the flow of your money uh, up anything greater than $599. But this is really just a plan, I think to number one, stop the the uh, small banks from actually having banks because of the the money that it's going to take to make this to make them compliant, right? So they're going to have to hire more people, they're going to have to keep up with more, more paperwork, they're going to have to watch the counts more closely, and the small bank account, banks are not going to be able to keep up with the financial burden, with the paperwork burden of all of this. Not to mention, I have to wonder, JC, is this just this all over again? Let me put this over here so we can see this, right? This is this is where my dot connecting brain goes. I don't know how many people remember this. Under the executive order of the president uh, on or before May 1st, 1933, all gold coin, gold bullion and gold certificates now owned by them uh, to a federal reserve. They're required to deliver all of that to a federal reserve bank Branch or agency to any member of uh, any member bank of the Federal Reserve System. So what you have, and and this is just me connecting dots, and, is you have this system now being set up where they're going to come take your cash because then you cannot engage in commerce outside of their knowledge. This is another step to push everybody to to digital funding. Because in 1933, the justification for seizing all that gold was that the federal government claimed that they were in difficult times because people were hoarding gold, stalling the economy. And so they use this term stalling the economy as an excuse to justify the federal government using the Commerce Clause to come take your money. So now they're going to come take your paper money. So you can't engage in commerce without their knowledge. And everybody's got to do digital. So now you have to have some kind of passport. Done to to engage first well you everything's tracked but you're gonna have to have some kind of passport in order to access your digital then if you take china as the example they'll cut off your access to your digital if you're not in the right social category if you're not doing what Back the government tomorrow. wants you do right so if this what what exactly does the federal government, I, I don't know, $600. This is where we've come when we've allowed the federal government to use this commerce clause as a catch-all. We're going to do everything uh, and invade every part of your life. So what's the solution? State banks and private banks that do not submit to FDIC uh, authority. That's that's going to have to be the solution. And then, Chasey, you said bartering.
1: Yes, barter. They want to outlaw. They want to outlaw what you just described. So, yeah, I I don't know if that's the solution because you now have a nominee who says that very thing that you just said about private banks. She wants to make it legal. Right. Well, you're going to be driven to barter. Again, they want you out. They want you out there in the wilderness in hopes you starve.
0: Starving you into submission. It's all the same. Starving you into having a commerce passport of some sort. Starving you into the beast system, the the submission, the, the slavish submission to every demand and every control of government. That's what they want. So you got to start your parallel system now while you got a chance, you can do it on your own terms with a little bit of time. Cause otherwise you're going to be Roger Williams out in the wilderness, trying to figure out how you're going to start your own colony. So you don't starve to death.
1: Plant your fall garden.
0: Well, thank you guys for joining us today. If you liked this, don't remember, don't forget to uh, like and share. I didn't put up the like and share. Little reminder this term but uh, during today's show but remember to like and share go do that now before you forget and then not only that make sure that you leave comments if you like today's show go ahead and leave the comment below if you're watching now or watching later and when you comment and interact it actually pushes us into the algorithm and the more you share The more that you comment, the more people will see this show. Tell us what you liked about the show. Specifically, what was your favorite part? And others will be inspired to watch as well. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you again next time. Every period in history that involves monumental change has always begun with one person taking a stand.
1: When government is tyrannical, the people of God have a duty to not follow and not comply.
0: And I just need to know who is willing to stand.